Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I have French Shai Pearson, and welcome again to my channel. December 15th, December 15th of 2022. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. A little after, did I say 12? 12, 14 in the p.m.? Yeah, I think I did say that. So anyway, a lot of, lot of information today. I had to concise it because I want to, don't have my videos too long, but people, a lot of things going on on the planet. And let me say this from the outset. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. It's a beautiful thing to know him. Because as events manifest before us, if you don't have a hope, man, it's got to be confounding. Get to know Jesus. Get to know Jesus. Now, initially, what happened to that reporter that from was from NBC. He just vanished. Which report is that? Well, he reported on the situation that happened with Nancy Pelosi's husband. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Gone. So let me just play. This is the original NBC News report that got him disappeared. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or try to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who was... So that makes no sense, right? This reporter just disappeared, right? And it was also strange that the husband walked right back toward the assailant. Kind of doesn't make sense. Now, in my discovery was that the gentleman, the, uh, the reporter was suspended from NBC. The reports was deleted from NBC's website, also from Twitter. So where is he? Where, where is this mass bed, right? Uh, Miguel, 
Alan McGuire. What happened to him? Where did he go? Anybody see him? Put it in the comment section. Where did this guy go? Somebody make a phone call and say, hey, Miguel, Miguel, uh, information you reported, allegedly should let that get out. Was it somebody in government? Because it doesn't make no sense. I want you guys to watch a video called Outfoxed, O-U-T. F-O-X-E-D. O-U-T. F-O-X-E-D. In that video, you're going to see a lot of journalists, a lot which are in silhouette. It's a video about Rupert Murdoch and all the outlets that he owns. Satellite, television, I believe radio, TV, newspapers, whatever he owns. But basically, you find out that you can't report everything that you see. It's the three monkey part, right? See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. Out Fox, check it out. But again, what happened to Miguel? Did he take an early retirement? <laughs> Woo! Next. Why did Elon Musk sell stocks? $3 billion of stocks of the day. I really wanted to be off for the day. And the second I post my other video, what happens? Oh, Elon Musk just sold casually $3 billion worth of Tesla shares, which we knew it. We knew it. We didn't know it with certainty. But let's put it this way. <laughs> when Tesla volume has the highest bar, see that line right there at the bottom? When that bar is so high to the point where we have not seen that height since the meme era of October, November of 2021, we know something crazy happening. Okay? I mean, we, we briefly broke that downtrend down there, and it's already a bad downtrend. So we need to talk about what this means for Tesla stock going forward. Is it good or is it bad? And I think it's time we just break out the fundamental analysis again. First, you have to understand something really important when it comes to executives like Elon Musk selling shares. You have to ask yourself, why are they selling? If you have a company that the executives don't believe in, like Carvana or Open Door, Guess what you see for the months before you start seeing pain in the financial reports? Sell, 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 sell. You see real fundamental problems from the red flags of insider selling. Insider selling are often a red flag of problems to come at the company. In this case, we do not believe that Elon's selling are red flags of problems within the company, although they can be. Elon Musk I always teach about the five C's and the five D's. I teach you about the clues and the codes, right, and the colors. I also say that things speak without speaking. People, money speaks too. <laughs> Trust me. And the moves on money 
that speaks. Stocks could go down, so sell. Was that it? Was that part of his thinking? Sell now and cash out, as opposed to taking out a margin loan, right? Is today a, is it similar to the pandemic where a caravan of, let's say 1300 CEOs back in the day, sold their stock just before the decline? Does Elon see something on the horizon? You see, Elon just bought Twitter. He sees the books, right? He sees the progression over the next quarter and years in advance. Following the America's financial trend and the world economy, maybe he, like Chris Rock, said, uh-oh. <laughs> and he anticipated Will Smith slapping, right? That is to say, he might take a loss, that which would buy him time to get himself together, let's say by maybe April of next year. What do you think? You got Tesla stock? You got Twitter? Does Twitter have a stock? But do you have Tesla stock? Why did he buy, why did he sell $3 billion, $3 billion worth of stock? Again, does he see something coming down the pipe that the ordinary person doesn't see? Or the savvy investor, quote unquote, doesn't see? Quiet minds want to know, right? Okay, next thing. How about we go and venture off into um, Sam Friedman Bankman, right? The story that never ends. Let's hear from an interview that was done on Fox. I know you might be saying, there it goes with Fox again, but this one, this was pretty intriguing. Andy McCarthy is speaking on that situation. Why don't you check this out? Bankman Freed is the only named defendant. And I underscore that because under any, you know, it's black letter law, you can't conspire by yourself. You know, as they say in the uh, criminal law, but as it takes two to tango. So if there's not a meeting of the minds between two people on a criminal end, then there's no conspiracy. And what that necessarily means is the Justice Department, if they indicted him for conspiracy, they have to think other people are also guilty of it. So I would expect that you're either going to see charges against other individuals in future indictments or it's entirely possible that other people who were involved in this are already cooperating with the Justice Department and maybe we'll see guilty pleas down the road. Millions of dollars in political donations are also wrapped up in this case. Some lawmakers have questioned the timing of Bankman Freed's arrest on Monday, which was on the eve of his scheduled testimony, virtually appearing before a House committee. The federal prosecutor in New York said really the timing of the arrest was more about law enforcement and not anything else related to it. But what do you make of the timing of the arrest? So what I suspect happened here is there has to be political concerns and it's highly likely that there are. Uh, and the reason I say that is uh, 
the the millions in campaign contributions that you just mentioned, it's highly likely that if this hearing had happened today, there would have been a lot of spotlighting of the fact that Bankman Freed has been identified publicly as the number two contributor to Democrats, second only to George Soros, and has reportedly given about $40 million in this last cycle. So we're talking about a scheme where what actually is alleged to have happened here is Bankman Freed stole that money from investors and converted it to his own use uh, and in part used it to make campaign contributions. So you have this situation where the people whose money was stolen from them have very little prospect of getting it back. And in the meantime, millions of dollars have gone into the coffers of politicians. So, And those politicians, man, would it surprise you that it was both Democrat and Republican? That's on record, according to my research. And maybe that's why uh, they, quote unquote, snatched him. Don't talk. Don't pinpoint, right? Don't finger point who you gave the money to. And then the question is, how low does the rabbit hole go? How long will it go? <laughs> I'm going to play something. I want you to see something. Listen to this very carefully. The Democrats are freaking out. Together with the Democrat-run Department of Justice, they're both panicking that the FTX scandal can bring the whole system down. We're going to see exactly... Now that was Maxine Waters you're looking at. Right? As all big... <laughs> I love the dramatic sometimes, right? Sometimes photographs, the pictures speak a thousand words. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're panicking. You can feel it. Go to any major news feed, you can see they're panicking. I got to admire the move, though. Snatch him. Make sure you don't talk. Not right now. And hey, you got a Herculean challenge. And like I was said a little while ago, there got to be some other people involved. It takes two to tango. Oh yeah, it's a few breakdancing folks also out there doing the twist, electric slide, moonwalk, camel walk. What's that? That's four or five people right there, right? Moonwalk, camel walk, electric slide. <laughs> Look. And they might plead, say, hey, I give you this information, no sentence or lesser sentence. Was that Nino Brown, New Jack City? What did he snipe? got up? I'm not the only one going down, right? Check it out. Make some more connections here. It's made for them. Prosecutors rushed in and arrested Freed, and as a result, he's now protected by Miranda and other constitutional rules that prevent from self-incriminating statements. In his entire career of practicing law, Professor Turley can't think of a single instance of this happening ever. So what the hell is going on here? There's clearly something to see in all of this. And that, of course, leads us to the fact 
that Sam Bankman-Fried turns out to have been a major powerhouse in Democrat politics. FTX spent $10 million on Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. And since then, Freed has become one of the single biggest contributors to the Democrats, second only to George Soros. And it's not just Freed. His mother, who's a law professor at Stanford, heads a major Democrat campaign fund. And now there are bombshell revelations of just who happened to be recipients of Freed's campaign donations that's beginning to explain a lot of what's going on here. You were That's a tease. I want you to go on YouTube. I want you to pull this up. Dems are panicking over scandal of the century. I'm going to put this in the description. You have got to check this out. Yes, it's a tease. I don't want to go any further. I want this guy to explain it. It's titled, DEMS are panicking over scandal of the century. The rabbit hole goes real, real deep. Allegedly, I'm going to say. Investors to freedmen, to freedmen, to campaign donors. I'm sorry. Yeah, from freedmen to, yeah, donating to campaign. Both blue and red. And then boom, the money swirls. <laughs> and it goes somewhere. You got some homework to do. My name is Franchise Pearson. Thumbs up. I love you. For those who don't know Jesus, please, he died on the cross for you. He shed his blood. He wants to forgive you of your sins. Ask him to be your savior. These are turbulent times. Life is not unraveling like this by accident. We are in the last days foretold by prophecy. He wants you to be saved. Thumbs up. Send out to the algorithm. God bless you.